the story of Argentum and the kingmaking that arose. We, do we not help set up a tavern where all of our people get to go after a hard day's work and relax? Jed? Death? Is that how council members that bring independent thought and critical expression are dealt with? Zarona, I got something for you. Here you go. And then, like, slap her hand with it and, like, kind of, like, don't even wait. Okay. Who'd you piss off? That's a treason to speak against the barons. I don't know. That's the definition of treason. There is a whole bunch of animals just that mm. they seem to cruise around in this camp. Some are in cages. Lots are just wandering around. Squirrels, thylacines, raccoons, bears, eagles, owls, wolves, deer, yeah. sparrows, and crows, all kind and horses. And Alira talked to them too, and they all seem happy. It, the ones in cages seem to be transitioning from wild to tame. Right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you got the sense that some of these are animal companions, and there seems to be a whole training situation system going on. The group of people, there's about 30 of them. They are uh, quite a diversity of races. There's this long table in the middle made out of wood with wooden chairs around, and Looks like some place settings have been set. Eric had invited you for a meal, and you, you guys were kind of anxious about the Eleanor thing and said, like, no, we're not eating until we get uh, the meal figured out, or until we get Eleanor figured out. And so he uh, changed course and, and did that with you first. Yeah, so I, uh, it's it's a... it's. It's in the, I guess, early summer, and it is a nice, warm day. It's the afternoon. You really have basically... Eleanor's just left, and you're getting ready to sit down and sit at the table, um, essentially, after, as he's invited you a feast, and the people that are all gathered around the camp are starting to make their way over to the table. So, um, yeah, any I, anything you want to do before you sit at the table. And I guess the other thing I should say is um, because David's here and Drail is not here, um, my plan is to kind of fast forward through some of this if you're okay with it and uh, and get back to Silver Falls more quickly so that he can more fully participate. If that makes sense. I mean, that's really up to you a little bit. <laughs> Who says I make the story here? Goodness gracious. Um, is what I do, and uh, I'm happy to listen to. So, uh, yeah. Um, because I think when we had a little aside, we decided that just Alira and Caribbean would eat. Um, that so they'll go sit, and I think Glanrim and Finn will abstain from the eating part at least, just oh, in case. And, and drinking, no drinking. I and know. drinking. Yeah. So, um, Kruvial will go and sit. Is this guy in this spot? Like, the squares are complicated, okay? Okay. Yeah, he's in the chair. Oh, he's sit on top of him. He's going to move right past him and then tell Sorath to sit in the chair next to me. He's going. He wants to sit across from Eric. 
Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. And uh, they don't really bat an eye when Sorath sits in the chair beside you. You can see that Eric's giant stag, Albion, is quite near him as well. Where is Albion? Get over here, Albion. Um, yeah, so you guys sit down, and uh, once again, is is our now somewhat normal practice. If you do, if you do want to do something, just feel the feel free to jump in and interrupt me, and I'll make space for it. All right. Um, so he'll just like uh, raise a glass and say to to new allies to like you know cheers with to, Eric to new allies and. Um, you can also see Arkud returning with a couple men that went to chase the unicorn, and Eric will look over, and Arkud will shake his head and just say, "Like we, we couldn't find it. We tracked it for a while, and then it just disappeared." And, uh, Eric is quite disappointed. For lunch, you are served two dishes. One is a roast wild boar that um, is smothered in gravy and has been kind of like tender cooked in an ale. So quite a flavorful dish. And as well as a platter of shambler root, which is a like a local root from the gnarl marches. It's been chopped and sauteed. Still nice and crunchy, but um, uh, yeah, warmed and, and a little bit oily as well. And Eric will let you know that if, if he'd known you were coming, he would have prepared something a little more extravagant. But uh, this is the best they could do on short notice. Not a problem. Well, we knew you were coming a couple minutes before you got here, but not enough to... Put together a bigger feast we you being the the barons of argentum we you know we want to treat you well and we know that uh, you're important people so how did you hear about us eric we we travel through these parts and we've bumped into some of your townsfolk when we heard there was a a settlement getting set up in stolen lands wanted to know a little bit more about it and you know, inquiring minds need to know. We were we asked around and were able to find out a little bit about uh, this our, this place you're calling Argentum. Totally supportive, by the mm -hmm. way. Great. Well, if you want to move your camp closer, um, have you had any issues with dangerous things? Uh, we're we're pretty handy. We have lots of eyes and ears and emotions around and we're pretty, most of us are pretty handy with a bow or something else. We, we've got many skills with the diverse lives and experiences that people have brought here and we do, we do pretty well. All right. No, no dealings with trolls then. We see them every once in a while, but uh, I think they steer clear of us and we steer clear of them. All right. So you guys are able to eat dinner. Oh. So you don't have a love for the trolls? You uh, just keep clear? Yes. I. Do you love trolls? I don't know many people that love trolls. No, we, we loathe the trolls. Uh, well, I guess we loathe the trolls too then, from time to time. Not the f nicest 
large, large humanoids. So you guys yeah. are able to eat dinner, and uh, Eric will tell you just a little bit more about their life. He tells you, um, you get the sense that a lot of their times taken up with hunting, and they tra trap as well. They seem to travel a fair amount. They do quite a bit of feasting, and uh, he talks about training and, and making merry. And um, a couple of the ways they do that is they often have contests, and he'll actually invite you to participate in some of the contests they have set up. Um, we can kind of yeah move sure. through these pretty quick, but they there's archery, there's wrestling, there's um, uh, throwing. Man, my brain is slow tonight. Like 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 axe toss kind of thing. Yeah. And yep, and of course singing is a is a big part of it as well. He will ask. Um, Noti noticing that Glanrim is just kind of around, he he'll pointedly ask Glanrim if he wants to to try a bit of a wrestle and and test his strength, non lethal of course, against some of the the members in the camp. Uh, and, and if you want, we can, we'll we'll settle this with a single d twenty roll each. Oh <laughs> Plus plus anything. Uh, plus, like plus, plus your, your CMB, your I guess. CMB, we'll do CMB yeah. for both of them. All right. Well, I'm rolling my CMB, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm going to embarrass myself with a full stroll of the night. <laughs> I hope so. It's going to be exciting. It makes a good story. Ugh. Too soon. Oh, dear. You uh, see oh. a small elven wiry elven fellow come up to wrestle you and uh um even though he, he puts up a decent fight you find that you're able to wrestle him without yeah. an incredible amount of trouble and as you're kind of pinning him down realize that maybe eric didn't throw the the toughest wrestler in the whole crew at you maybe yeah. gave you a bit of a softball but there's a moment um, there's a moment while you're wrestling and uh, and your head's pinned down and and to the side for a moment and as you're looking out across the because you're kind of just like wrestling in the middle of the fields here yeah um, as your head's on the ground at like ground level you can see underneath a couple of the wagons looks like there's like freshly dug piles of dirt that the wagons are just kind of covering. And you, as you're down there, you just, you notice it in a couple places. Okay. And aside from that, um, yeah. I didn't climb, by the way. I don't know what I hit. <laughs> just really getting <laughs> into your chair, effectively. Table. You're a gnome, we get it. Uh, that's right, apparently. Um, and aside from that, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you guys can can participate in any of the other activities if you want to, but we won't actually spend time role playing through them right now. All right. Um, but, yeah, none of those are appealing to Kirkfield. Unless, well, what's his perform? I mean, maybe. Per, oh no, he can dance. He's got dance skills, guys. Sure, yeah, I was going to give know. everyone a, ch a ch chance. Well, Glanrum yeah. will ask for another opponent. Yeah, uh, if Glanrum asks for another opponent, um, 
this time, Eric calls over uh, Thrilfara, a strapping young dwarven woman who is a much tougher opponent. I'll let you roll that one again if you want to roll, roll your CMD one more time. time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 24. Ah. Yeah. You one. still manage to succeed, but it's a much harder uh, fight this time. And uh, as uh, like Thrilfrilla is a good wrestler. She's got some some techniques that you haven't seen. And yeah. uh, as you're kind of finishing up, um, Arkud Marybringer comes over and says, "Okay, okay, that's enough. I've had enough fun here." And uh, kind of pulls her away. Huh. <laughs> oh my! Glider messed up. Glider room is aroused as well as. Yeah, uh, I'll. <laughs> I'll join Alira in the singing as well. And when I see him best the, the female dwarf, he'll give her he'll give her a wink. Give him a what? A wink. Oh a wink, okay. I thought you said a wake and we were celebrating his death and uh, it was very no. subtext heavy for me. Um Okay. And, and I mean as you sing with because uh, it is Arkud who is leading the singing you learn things like he's you could he's got a lot of skills and he gives you a couple pointers about singing um you can feel like oh. your skills are maybe increasing a tiny bit how did i do oh i got a dirty dirty 20 on my thing and then finn anything else that you want to do before finishing up in the like early evening I look like I've been writing something for like the longest time since dinner. Okay, so just been head down because Finn's not eating, right? So he's maybe like oh. uh, you could sit it wherever you want, one of the campfires or at just the end of the table. Just, and I'm being that guy, that creepy guy at the end of the table, staring at uh, Zerona, writing writing something. Okay, not done yet. I'll, I'll let you know when it's done. It, um, yeah, and she is a bit tough to. She is a bit tough to see. Like, it looks like after you had your conversation with her, she's been trying to kind of stay out of sight. Um, most of the time, it looks like she's spending her time in some of the bigger tents. If you wanted, though, you could go take a look. Just well, to see I, if you can I, see her I, again. I'm, just, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to just, like, get, I'm getting just a vibe. That's all. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, dang. The cat starts purring along. Sora have ranks in perform sing? No, it's a straight 18. She's got no bonus. She just starts like trilling a little bit. Uh, at when at the two of them singing, she's like, ah, you know, like a two. I was gonna say, I don't know if you can cat. use perform skills untrained, but it feels like anybody should be able to use perform sing. So we'll let it we'll let yeah, her fly. And I'm it's more just a charisma check for her. She's she just like she's not even telling her to do it. This is not a trick. She just wants to like, it's like, oh. You never sing. I'm going to sing with you. Okay. Great. Well, yeah, you guys have a little bit of fun. Take part in some of the festivities. And then um, it is like evening. Yeah, getting into kind of the end, uh, mid-evening, like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock-ish. And um, you can be ready to head back to Silver Falls. I mean... Like in, oh, so, the morning, in the morning? Well, that's like, up to you. We're staying it's, there. It's, it's 7 yeah. o'clock, and you are not in the Grove of Tiberisti at all. You're in this uh, 
in this yeah. hex with the Bigginses, which are actually called... How, how far away was Teresia? So she's one hex away. You could get there... If you want to spend the night there, it would be like getting... Uh, I mean, it's already getting dark, but it'd be quite dark. But you could you could spend the night there. Like we could push and say, like, just after eat, grab some food and leave? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Then we'll say that. Oh, our allies are expecting us now that we've had a success. Yes, there is. There is more light at this time. Yeah, and we weren't like traveling heavy today, so we might have. We may feel slightly rested, so that we could make it there by ten or eleven that night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you woke up in Tyrissia's um, hex, having been hosted by her. Came over first thing right. in the morning you met eric and everyone kind of in the like late late like kind of the 11 o'clock ish just before lunch and then spent a couple hours doing the owlinor stuff and then spent four or five more hours um getting yeah. to know them and feasting and then, and then it's that night time as, as we notice the sun going down be like oh we have to meet up with our allies sure. thank you for a wonderful afternoon and then you can head over back to the Grove of Tiresia, where she... Well, I mean, before yep. they go, yep. I, I want to mention the graves dug under the wagons. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, we, we can... I'll move back. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead, Steve. So at some point in the night, he wants to mention that to people. And discreetly as possible, whether you can get... Finn. Because do, do we Finn turn invisible? Uh, I don't know. But Finn, Colin. <laughs> and, and so, Steve, you're thinking Glanrum would kind of try and pull people off one by one when he sees them, maybe not in conversation with somebody else, and yeah. just let him know? Yeah. He like wasn't sure if Tannis could go check it out and tell there what's going on, or if Finn can go invisible, that'd be better. But <clears throat> I can go invisible. All right. Well, maybe just say you're going to relieve yourself. And go invisible, and then go check out underneath whatever Glanrum says. Okay. I excuse myself from the area to go relieve myself in the woods, where I drink my potion, and I am now. Sightless. Um, and how long does that last? It's probably like thirty seconds ish. Is it invisibility or vanish? It's invisibility. So then it's minutes per level. Yeah. Minimum cast yeah. being level. So it'd be three. five minutes. It's yeah. five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Five so minutes is pretty go solid. Check it out. Well, I go run quickly. Trying to avoid running into people, and um, I go under where Gladwin told me to look, and yeah. I start digging around. Yeah. So as you stick your head under the um, wagon, you absolutely see kind of a like the it looks like the earth's been recently disturbed and something's buried there. Uh, you can. I'm not gonna make you roll a check for it, but you can. When Finn starts digging around and looking in there, probably like. It's not that deep, probably about a foot in. Once you dig about a foot in, you start to see items and some boxes. Like, 
you um, you see silver eating ware, like um, forks and knives, uh, including a couple of chalices that like look like they might be worth something. You see some jewelry. Um, you open a, a small box and you find silk handkerchiefs in it. A wide variety of coppers have been left in there in, in boxes. You even find a, a couple bales of... Eh, in this one, you probably don't find any bales of fur. But uh, you you find a couple ornate smoking pipes. And um, once again, kind of wrapped together, you find some like fancy nobleman-type dresses and shirts. Do I look for any uh, um, crests on them? Is there nobleman's things? Yeah. Uh, doesn't look like they're sporting, like, house crests, like they belong to a... Yeah, there's no obvious housing markings on them, but just, uh, like, wealthy-looking clothes. Expensive-looking clothes. Goodness. Uh, can I roll something to see that if this is, like, um, something that they've taken, or, like, or, no, like, uh, uh, what would I roll to make it look like this does not belong here? Type thing like in this area, this group. Um, you can roll an appraise just to get a sense of the value of these things. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Uh, can you roll okay. a sense motive? Um, you'd have to Does talk to someone to roll a sense or... motive. Yeah, I, I was thinking more of like if I could be smart enough to think that this would be definitely something these people wouldn't have, like, um... or maybe they abandoned it to join them. Like, is this like yeah. their old life? And if I looked under somebody else's carriage, would there be another one under another carriage like this? Yeah. So there's some piles of firewood that you now realize are buried or, or on top of dirt that's been recently covered, similar to what you found before. And uh, under another wagon, you also see this same thing. And, and if as you start to dig through, you find some more of the same. A um, couple semi-precious stones mixed in here or there. A couple of tapestries even oh. um so can i just can i sub these two boxes i don't know like i wouldn't steal i'm not a stealer um fine you don't have to steal you can yeah, always leave them there. i leave them there and then i go back to the group and explain what was in there okay yeah uh the tapestry especially if i could get a description i would try to i'd write down what the tapestry looked like so that if there's something on it um, I would relay it. This Can particular it? tapestry caught your eye for sure because it um it is like the stem of a flower, and then a large part of the tapestry is like the leaves of the flower spread open. Okay, so I definitely would I definitely remember that. Um, would I, I, I do a nobility check? Um, no worries, David. Um, pardon me, Colin. I do a nobility check on that. So, yeah, the oh knowledge nobility um, confirms for you, like, it isn't attached to a family crest particularly, but it is something that really a, no a noble person, someone would, uh, it is something you would find in nobility's houses and not in regular commoner person's houses, and not even in merchant's houses. Okay. Yeah. Um, I relay that. I'd go back to everybody and tell them that I think these were 
possessions of the people under each cart, and, and this is my assumption. Okay. Uh, and that they've left uh, their most precious things under the cart just in case somebody stole stuff um, as a way of protecting it. I kind of left it there because I'm, I didn't think it was my place to take. Sure. That's good job, Finn. And do you kind of cover them back up? Maybe not as yeah. well as it had been yeah. done, but oh. okay. Um, and Thomas, I send you a, a whisper in the roll twenty. So, mm-hmm. so for uh, Zerona. Okay. Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, before we had left, he would also just want to know, like, how long have they been in this camp, like in this location? Uh, they've been here. They'll tell you that it's been probably four or five moons, but every once in a while, they, like they have a couple camps that they'll hang out in from time to time. This is one of their favorites, though. Okay. Um, All right. Finn, Which so to, to give the Sorry. note to Zyrona, do you, like, wander into one of the tents to... No, 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 no. I okay. wouldn't want... I, wouldn't, I would, like... It would be the day, night after, like, the morning after, and I'd be like, hey, like a schoolgirl thing. I'd throw it at her, like, run kind of thing, you know? Okay. <laughs> so you just do it before we leave? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, just before we're all packing up and she's yeah. just like, okay, okay. Guys, guys, I gotta do something. And then I kind of like run off like, <gasps> hyperventilating a little bit, you know what I mean? And then, uh, and I'm like, Zarona! I mean Zarona! <laughs> I got something for you. Here you go. And then like, slap her hand with it and like, kind of like, don't even wait and just turn and tail okay. it to the Jump up onto Charlebu and get out of there. Yeah, you guys are like, you see me coming in a trot. I'm like, uh, let's go, guys, let's go. <laughs> Great. Okay. All right. Charisma. Do you want Charisma to work for him? Maybe. I think you're charming. We'll see if my phone works for her. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you know. See if she comes chasing after you over to Tyristia to spend the rest of the night. Right. You guys are able to make it over. Yeah, provide there's nothing else you want to do there. Once once again, feel free to interrupt me. Um, you guys make it over to Tyristia's giant tree, and uh, she she's happy to host us. Is happy to host you. Yep, as always, it's quite pleasant. Um, nice that. The, the furniture that she's tree-shaped for you a couple times is now still around from the last time you were there. Uh, so, did she say anything about Lucky? Um, oh, actually, yeah, good point. So as you're walking out of the camp of people, you guys remember that path that you were first walking up when you didn't know it was around the corner? Yeah. As So basically, if you were just coming towards the end of that map, where you had, where Glanorm actually talked to Lucky the last time before Alanor left, um, mm-hmm. you walk past and see uh, a wand sitting on the ground. Oh. Kind of like in the spot that where Glanorm had last talked to Lucky. Pick it up. Okay. Yeah, you pick it up. I hope so for all those things. Why why didn't Drail come? Glanrum. 
uh, don't really know that. I haven't spoke to him. I was a cat. Oh. <laughs> um, is, can I do you can detect magic. Um, Dave, it, you probably would be better served to ask that question once David rejoins us. Yeah, I know. I was worried he would sneeze and singe my whiskers off or something. You know how he is with that dragon stuff he pulls out every once in a while? Alright. I don't think he quite knows what he's doing with it yet. You, you should saw the fireball of that drinking thing festival we had. That was a massive fireball. He would have loved to see that. And when did you learn to summon unicorns, Finn? Well, you see, I've acquired a new skill that is kind of unpredictable. Um, calm down. Who did, and he just like walks right up to him, towers him. Who did you make a pact with? What was the god's name? Sir Enray. Who'd you piss off? Nobody. I haven't pissed off anybody, I don't think, except for... Ray J. Ray J. Omit. Omit. Here's my handle animal. That'd be better for today. Nice. Calm him down because he thought he was that that stick that um wand. He thought it was a play mm -hmm. toy, so I'd calm him. Mm -hmm. I, I I I've been I've been following Alira and I kind of like just mimicked what she said and I kind of kind of changed different to what I wanted it to be. She was speaking to animals. You I did your best. Animals and a unicorn king. That's why well, I did your very best. And it, it was mysterious. I think that was what Seren Ray wanted to appear. I think. I'm, uh, I'm back, by the way. Alright. Perfect. We were um, just talking about you. Yeah. So, <laughs> would we have known why you didn't come? Why Drail didn't come? I think so. Yeah. I'm asking David, not at you, Thomas? So, I think um, Drail has encouraged Drail that, like, there are, basically there are wizard schools in Restov, but, like, nobody really looks for sorcerers. So he kind of has kind of explained that he intends to kind of screen the population for for people like him that might have his gifts oh. with the intention of of finding other sorcerers okay so that's kind of what he's been doing while he's you guys have been away all right um so but you we will find that out so you I mean, you guys probably know that what like when yeah, I think he as you're leaving told you that told you okay. as he was doing that so, and um and so we did he also had other letter. magisterial kind of duties as well that he had to attend to but okay so he thought it was super important and we're like okay fine we'll go deal with this yeah i mean it wouldn't be uncommon like you guys all have other no. duties so i don't yeah, imagine no, it un unco being uncommon at all that you would have to stick around town from him. time to time in the narrative that because we did originally say Glanrum go to the Glanrum, oh yeah, does remember later what he was doing and tells us. So, Alir, if you detect magic on the wand, it is absolutely magical. Um, yeah, I guess unfortunately it doesn't tell me what kind of wand that that is. No, Finn, can you tell us what this does? It would be a spellcraft. 
um, yeah. and the identify, I guess, aided by the identify skill. Okay, gotcha. Uh, where are you? Where's spellcraft under? Sorry, guys. It's a skill. Under S. That's all I got. That's all I got. Mine's. I can't do it. I'm not trained in spellcraft. Spellcraft right there. Who did you roll? Four. Huh. Um, Fifteen. Are you gonna make him wait? Till we're back home? Um, tell us what it does now. We'll eventually find out. We can't use it till we're back home. Yeah, let's do that. I'll tell you what it is now, and but uh, your characters won't really fully know enough to be able to use it until you are back home. Alright, I'll say Finn is unsure. That's but before I forget, it is a Wand of Summon Monster 1 with 5 charges left. 5 charges. Where was this is that one? Arcane? This was left um, uh, where Lucky last... So after they exited the Hex, or as they were exiting the Hex with the band of people, they found it on the ground in the spot they had last talked to Lucky. Right. Do I know that then? You, we, you don't know what it is. We just know that it's magical. Have I to don't figure know. Oh, mine was too low. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll fi you'll figure it out with Drail when you get back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you you are yeah you spend the night at Tyristia's, very relaxing. When you wake up in the morning. Um, a little surprising. And your question was, is Lucky there? No, Lucky's nowhere to be seen. Has Tarissia That's seen Lucky? No, not any time lately. Last time was uh, when when you guys spent the night and she told Lucky to, to chill out. Chill out. Yeah. But in the morning well, when you we'll awake, Melians is there. I'm spending uh -huh. some time in Tyrissia's pool. And Tyrissia, uh, we don't have to roleplay the scene, but... Tyrissia will just tell you, and Melians will tell you that mm, Melians misses his farm quite a bit and uh, requests that you return him, let him know that he should come back to her to hang out because he loved it so much. We will definitely let him know that you are looking. We can't promise him anything, but I will definitely encourage him to come back. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And, uh, if we met, meet any more redhead people, do you <laughs> want us your way? Um, she says it probably couldn't hurt. Why not? As long as they don't have axes. Okay. So looking for love. Looking gotcha. for love. Perfect. And then it takes you. So you wake up in the morning, uh, and you make it to the Gnome Explorer's Hex the next day, and then in the morning, you're able um, to, mid-morning, you arrive back in Silver Falls. So what day are we on? Where are we? Um, in the calendar. I know. It's a new day time. It's, it's on the, it's on the, it is a new day. It's been two days since hanging out oh. with Eric's band of people, so it's the ninth now. Oh, oh sorry, one roll. I rolled this one. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That... Well. Oh, no. Uh, you can. Uh, the. <laughs> the. Uh, 
So it's, I guess, that's for the day after. The, the, night. Is yeah. that for yeah. the traveling or when you're back in Silver Falls Day? We're back in Silver Falls because that's a new day, you said, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, you wake up in the morning still on the road and then start to head back into Silver Falls and um, you take the chance to, to train uh, Ray J um, out in the wilderness because, you know, back in your tower, it's a little more confined and it be, might be nice uh, before you head back inside for a couple days. And uh, he's just in absolutely foul mood and doesn't take any of your training, starts snarling and snomping around and bites down on your leg quite hard. And you can definitely roll your save to see if you get poisoned. Constitution, right? Yeah, it'll be a fortitude save. Fortitude. Yeah. Fortitude. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, there you, you do not get. Um, what is it called? It, it's bit. it's a blood Troll fire fever. fever. Blood you absolutely fire. get bit. Um, and oh. I will roll your damage real quick. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a D. Is he gonna heal it? Are you gonna make us have combat right now? It's a D10 plus. Oh, it's probably a D8 plus four. Or actually, uh, you. I think Colin, you have what the what his damage is. Hey. Yeah. You can actually. You know what? Why, you can just roll it too, and okay. uh, it'll probably heal it up in the next couple of days of Silver Falls. But. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna make you launch fully into combat or anything. <laughs> well, I gotta like have the feed. Uh, just keep it going. I'll I'll do it in there. Yep. That's perfect. Okay, pulling you back to where is Silver Falls? When did that happen? On our way back? Yeah, it's in the morning before. So you get into Silver Ray Falls at like 11 o'clock. And it's it's in your Ray morning, like probably just woods. before breakfast. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Ah. Um... When we get back, yep. uh, I would fill in just with the on who we met. So as you guys are heading into the castle, Jensodi um, has a very worried look for you. And uh, and this isn't news to Drail, but he hasn't really had a chance to address it yet. Jensodi suggests that you should po probably call council together for the evening that there's been a man that's been giving speeches in the town square and it's riling people up and upsetting them. And the first couple of days he's been giving speeches for, uh, you've been away for four days, I think five days. Um, four. We left on one, two, three, four. You're back on the fifth day. So he's been giving speeches for four days. The day that you left, he started giving them. The first couple days, they weren't that wild, but people were kind of entertained. But by by day three and day four, they started become becoming kind of anti-government speeches, um, and like actually denouncing you um, as barons in particular. This is uh, as you're kind of talking to Jen Sothi and hearing about this. Um, it's bad enough that mechanically in your kingdom stats unrest has increased by two and so the uh, encourages you to call council together to figure out how to address this thing all right where did it go bad so quickly that one thomas hates us that's why 
I'm sure it's part of the story. We gotta, we gotta get through the story. No, it's Thomas's fault. <laughs> he, he chose this. It's not even an event. Poor, poor Argentum. Just getting the unrest shaft. Regardless, 11, 11 damage. 11 damage into Finn's leg. Oof, that's a tough one from Ray J. I'm I mean, solid right work now. by Ray J, but not so good for your leg. Yeah, I'm limping. Okay, uh, I will update our character sheet right now. Perfect. Um, would would Finn like? Would it be nice if like Alia came over and just like healed Finn, or or is Finn like hurriedly like healing himself? I'd be I'd be kind of healing myself, but I kind of would keep it on so I know what it feels like. Like, yeah, you, you, you made this. You made this kid. You gotta take the brunt. You know what I mean? It's like mm. learning, learning by trial fire here, right? Like, okay. So, how did he get sick? <laughs> and then we'll kind of like look over it and then kind of be like, "Are you okay?" Like, and maybe some. If you in druid, and I'd be like telling you, like, <laughs> "Good," but like my druid yeah. sounds like I'm trying to practice bad French. You, know, like, <laughs> you kind of look, you get the idea, but you're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> And Lily's really patient, and she smiles and uh, kind of giggles because she thinks it's cute and funny. And I'm like, I I'm saying to myself, I nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really let him think that. Huh. Ray J still looks angry. He's still just snarling in my little buddy rest thing. He's going a little nuts in there. In my baby carriage. All right. Perfect. Anything else you want to do before council night? I mean, you, you'll probably get in, take off your clothes, maybe have a bit of food, um, and prepare for council. Um, yeah, I assume Cora's not at home, but I'll just leave her. Sure. I'm back. I would go down to my basement to make sure everything there is all right. Yep, everything looks fine down there. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll pull you over to the council room. Everyone's, uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, where did the council room um, go? Before, though? okay, just before. Yep. Um, I would ask Drail. So, how did screening going? Um. Hey, yeah, Tom. How did screening go? Uh, you make progress. It's uh. I mean, you find a couple people that you think have some potential. Um, not yeah, not necessarily slam dunk, but you are abs definitely absolutely able to start mobilizing people a little bit and spotting out a couple as you've had some conversations and are testing people for like, midichlorians or however you tell whether they're sorcerers. Yeah, burns them, just He's lights like... them on fire. <laughs> uh, probably are determined. Check to see if they float. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, do, do they weigh more than yeah. a duck? Yeah. <laughs> they weigh more than a duck. For all the kingdoms. Uh he's like, yeah, there's 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 some potential in the, in our population here and and uh you know, in a, a few years we could have uh you know, we could have ourselves a small, you know, contingent uh, squad of of sorceries of our own. That sounds useful. Keep up that good work. Okay. 
So you're able to head into council and uh, everyone sits down looking a little bit anxious. And they're all at this point looking at uh, you, Kerbeel. All right, so we have someone talking ill of us. It didn't start with those fin ports, did it? Kasner, uh, Kasner will speak up and say, uh, I don't know if it started with them, but I think this guy's a professional. I, I got up and I tried to talk some sense into the crowd, but he was better than me. He was quite good. He got them all whipped up. He's quite the orator. Bart. What's his name? Goes by the name Grigory. Not Gregory, but Grigory? G-R-I-G-O-R-I. Grigory. Or Grigory. Yeah, uh, he he pronounces it Gregory, but we can call him whatever we want. Yeah, we're well, we're the barons here. Um, Lornov. I, I mean, that was he, not it's on the table. It's not not like the first choice. Well, that's been what we go for most of the time. It seems like. Akira's will speak up and choice. say, we, we didn't want to kill Elgal. We gave her, you know, someone else killed her. Uh, Akira's will, still, will speak up. There's the sharks that we didn't know about in the Tuskwater. You can't keep going back to that thing. Although Akira's will speak up and say, well, I don't know. I think Finn's on to something. Uh, the Staglord wasn't the best ruler, but I now know how he would have handled this situation. Let's just kill him. Or at least that's what this... And then oh. he looks at Alir and he puts his hand up. He's like, well, I mean, uh, that's what the Stag Lord would do. Uh, and, and my role as Enforcer, if that's what you need me to do, just give me the word. Uh, I'm just curious on... Um, if he seems like a professional, that means someone clearly hired him. K Kessin um, speaks up and says, you know, we could just arrest him. I uh, think that sounds great. I think that I would, I mean, I'll put it to council, but I think that he's committing treason. Well, let's hold on. Is, is there any any truth to anything that he's saying here? Yes. Or is, is are his claims entirely unfounded? I believe I agree with Drell. Kasner will speak up and say, oh, there's it's there's truth in everything he's saying, but nothing he says is true. It's, uh, it's not entirely fictitious. He's, he's done his homework, and Loynarv, um, jumps in here and says, I, he kind of came out of the blue, but after I did some, some looking for him, I so realized that he's been talking to people for a couple of days. He kept a low profile, but he's been here for a couple of weeks just talking to people and getting their stories, and he knows more about us than and I, I thought he could, and he's twisted all these things he's heard from other people. He's, uh, he's, he's quite set up, and I worry that if we arrest him or kill him, the unrest will increase even more. He's, the people expect him to be speaking every day. He, he speaks at the same time, and 
that are getting into it with him. Speaks at the same time. I think. So why'd, why'd we give him a counsel with Caribbeal to maybe persuade him? He was hired by enemies of our state. I mean. To spread this. Uh, to spread. This scent in our kingdom is not someone you just have a conversation with. No, but I think we should be present tomorrow. Uh, Keston, I would also ask that you and two of, at least two of your boys come as well. And that we, if need be, arrest him for treason. Uh, is it treason to speak against the barons? Isn't he? I don't know. What the hell is the de definition of treason? Well, you just gotta ask the trucker convoy. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, what do you go against? The crime of betraying one's country, especially attempting to kill or overthrow, or overthrow the government. Yeah, he's They're trying not to overthrow. overthrow. Uh, he's trying to just... Isn't that what... He's trying think... to... What did Tom said? That anti-government denounce the barons. Is and that now we not... Have... Yeah, now we got two levels of unrest. Is that not what that's doing? He's trying to overthrow the government? Um, I think we should at least try to redeem him. Well, that's fair, but I want to go talk to him, and that if we have to... Finn, no one said murder him, I said arrest him, so that we may con... so that we may light a candle and find out what's going on. Feels the, like, last well, time, the last time we arrested somebody, they died in our jail. Wasn't well, our fault we had a werewolf fault. in town. <laughs> we don't have an official jail. And maybe that was certain ways, Will, do you think of that? And maybe Serenray sent them. There's divine punishment. Well, Drill's just shaking his head. He's like, if we just go arresting everybody who disagrees with us, we'll, we'll, we'll soon become tyrants of... I'm not saying we arrest them because they disagree. I'm saying if we can't find out something and invite them to a conversation, if they try to invoke any hostility or anything like that, I am happy to go listen to them and correct them on their errors. That sounds more like it. Now, Loinarf, if, if in fact, this person is um, an agent of a enemy of Argentum, then we need to know this as soon as possible. Well, I'll, uh, I'll get my best people on it. I've been trying to find out already, but I have to admit this one caught me a bit by surprise. He just seemed like anybody else until four days ago when he started gathering people and, and giving his speeches. Well, I think we need you to figure out where he came from. In the I'll... meantime, we need to try to discredit every all of his claims as much as possible. Indeed. And it's my birthday this week. Hey, and we got a hostile kingdom brewing somewhere to the south, not to mention that Queen's probably wants to get more eyes on us again. And you see Indeed. poor poor Finn making sad faces at the council table. Why? I failed my people. I mean, Finn, that's why we're going tomorrow. If he... Who said that he speaks at the same time? Um, either Loinarv or Kasner, but they they Someone. all agree. And actually, I mean, even Drail has like Drail's now seen him, I guess. 
um, probably uh, maybe heard a bit of one of the speeches. But once again, it didn't seem that crazy except for the last couple days where things started to get out of hand. Rails, um, also want to suggest that, um, you know, Krubil, we, we've, we've seen you make some eloquent speeches. I'm, I'm sure that if you went, stood up and went head to head with this, this, uh, this fellow, then, then you could probably, uh, do a fine job of discrediting him on the, on the spot, but. Well, uh, I agree with you. And so that's why I think that should be our plan. I'm glad you <laughs> noticed, Drail. He gives you a wink. Well, nods his head and, uh... Alright. That wink doesn't work on everyone, lad, but... Uh... It does, too, and he winks at you again. <laughs> oh, you. Hold Real on, feels just hold a on. Taller. Hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where's my stupid character sheet? See how well that wink worked. Ah, <laughs> oh, let's get it out of the system now. I can't imagine right, any big diplomacy rolls coming up in the next little while. It seems very unlikely. Yeah, let's get that four out of here right now. Um, okay, anything else you want to do before um, kind of moving to the next day at about 11 o'clock when you know that uh, the time that Gregory has been speaking each day? Um, no, I, does Cora come see me that night? Uh, absolutely. And um, when she does, she'll tell you that she's actually kind of scared. Like, she's never seen the townspeople riled up like this before, and they're not saying nice things about you, Karubiel. Uh, does she say anything? She doesn't want to like... tell you specifics. She's worried it'll hurt your feelings. Can but I convince you can her? Tell she is, you can tell she's scared. Can I convince her? No, just because it'll be so much more fun from Grigory than from Cora. <laughs> Alright. You're hilarious. Okay. So, uh, the next day, Council starts by gathering early in the morning in the Council room, and Kesson comes in with Dilf and Kesson. The morning of the 10th? Pardon me? The morning of the 10th, right? Yeah, I believe that's true. Yep, morning of the 10th, that's right. And Kesson lets you know, you just give me the word or a signal and I'll march right out there and find him a cold, dark room in the bottom of the castle. That's why you're... Wait, is Kesson back? Kesson's back. More on that later. Kesson. Sidebar, want to meet Lily. Okay. Right. We'll keep that in mind. Um, all right. Well, feel throw. Feel free to throw no, your um, characters onto the far left side of the map, just over here. As you head into a place that'd be very familiar to you, even if you, as a player, has never seen it before. But uh, this is your town square. Oh, we don't really have a town square. Right well, that's why it's set up with, I mean, it's an itinerant town square. The, like, it's not really tents, built up. As you can see, there's, carts. Yeah, yeah, carts. People kind of set up um, and close down their shop every night. Tent? Like the big house tent? Pardon me? 
Is it like... Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, I'll move... I'll, I'll grab him. Um, call him. Thank you, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So... Gith's there? Gith's there. Taken in? Gith is taken in. So, as you Here walk they. in, you see your town square and you see the biggest group of people you've ever seen gathered. I mean, it's a popular spot. There's often, especially like on the weekends, lots of people are wandering through this town square, but they're not usually standing in a big group, uh, listening to this small raised platform. And on the raised platform, you see some people you've seen before and a person that you've never seen before. He is a human male. Looks like he's probably in his late 30s. He's wearing very stylish jewelry, and his clothes are exceptionally well-fitting. Um, looks like there's looks been like some careful thought put into uh, his jewelry, and it just seems to accent his look perfectly somehow. I'm just going to put his name in. Maybe boss. Oh, let's look at what he's done to our folks. He's thrown him into fucking giants. <laughs> <laughs> have to use your imagination um and then on top of that on the stage you see so there's the crowd that's gathered around him and um you see him kind of shaking hands and these people on the stage are nodding and and pumping their fists encouragingly at him and on the stage you see there's uh korax yeah falco's there apparently he's his picture isn't but he is Arvin, I see him. The fisherman, the fisherman is there. Arvin, yeah. the fisherman. And Gith, the stable woman, the stable girl. Of course. Of the castle. We treat. Who's this dude? Yeah. Is there someone actually there? Yep. There's and and someone that you and don't some know. Some other first person name. we don't recognize. I mean, and you might recognize unknown. them, but I don't know what their name is. No, and unknown. Or his name's Thomas. That guy's <laughs> name is Thomas. Uh. As you uh, as you come up, you hear the sound of many voices speaking and shouting, and then above kind of the the crowd noise, you hear one sonorous voice cutting above the rest. Oh, and here they are coming, these leaders. There, you you call them. Just experiencing gross negligence and abandoning the town all the time to go gallivanting through the gnarl marches on fool's errands and just leaving the town exposed to banditry, monster attacks, and worse? You know, I, I know that there was a, a werewolf... They came and attacked these people? Well, why do you think the werewolf came here? doesn't just come here out of the wilderness for no reason. No, it came here because it was pushed out of the wilderness by these so-called leaders you have that are pushing them out of their territory and into more civilized areas. And why do you think they're always leaving? to enrich themselves. You know they come back richer and richer every time they leave. And do they give it to you? No. They're trying to buy their own things, their own items. And the crowd starts kind of roaring behind them. 
Um, Glenn just looks at Kuroko who's like, I'm leaving this one to you, lad, because... Okay. Oh, I only make this worse. <laughs> I, like, put my arm on him and my, I appreciate your honesty. I'm gonna go get the rocks. Get the rocks? I don't know his, what that uh, means, but okay. His, uh, his militia leaders. Oh, right. Oh, that's what, okay. Sounds like a good idea. And he'll have, like, dismounted Sorath, and he'll just walk up there. Okay. And Steve, as you're looking, or Glanrum, as Glanrum looks across the crowd, he definitely sees several militia people in the crowd as well. Yeah. But none of the leaders. No, his, uh, yeah, his lieutenants aren't there. That's <laughs> so, fucking roll. Um, um, so, I mean, he, you know, the court of Argentum can follow him or not, but he's going to walk in like he plays so much and he will not break stride for anyone. He is going to walk straight up. Okay. So, yeah, first I'll do is uh, I'll hear what everyone's plan is and then we can resolve it kind of as it makes sense. So, uh, Krubiel's going to head up onto the stage and just push his yeah. way through. That's yeah. his plan. Well, he'll, he'll kind of like give looks or whatever look he has to give to kind of like be like move to whoever he needs to. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Glanrim's going to go kind of like leave the immediate scene, probably keep an ear on it though, and then take a look to see if he can find the militia leaders. Carrying them around. Yeah, basically. Because the first one he finds, he's going to get the, send them to get the other ones. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, what about Illyra? She's unmuting. Thanks for waiting. Um, Alira would definitely want to um, support Kruvial, and so I think she would follow him and just like not go on the stage, but she would try to look kind of like strong and assertive and kind of intimidating, and just like. Yeah, she would just want to, like, have his back, so she'd want to be right there. She's going to put the helmet on with the stag antlers, just and stare at people? Yeah, she, she wants to look really powerful, and, like, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Drail? also wants to um, support Kruvial, um, probably on the stage as well, and uh, he... he... Yeah, he's going to try to back him up with uh, his words as much as possible. Okay. And what about Finn? What does Finn want to do? So I, as being the counselor, um, and for the, the place, I would definitely go on stage uh, to be there for the people, right? So um, I would be there knowing that I want to hear their, I want to hear what's wrong and help with it. That's, and I'd be supporting her on that stage. Okay. Uh, so Alir's off the side of the stage, but Carubial, Drail, and Finn are able to get on the stage. Carubial, um, you find that you kind of have to, like, there isn't a ton of space. Like, Gith isn't, and Korax aren't, like, easily making room. But you're able to, like, they don't stop you physically either. So you're able to um, get on, but, like, Gith kind of stumbles as you, as you push through and... The crowd, the couple people in the crowd, kind of hiss as this little girl gets jostled as you push by her and your. I mean, male. isn't she like thirteen and like an elf? 
Yeah. And I'm a two foot eleven halfling. Yep. Okay. Um. Also, I um, forgot to say before before Kubil goes up, can I just put lay my hand on his shoulder and cast guidance so that plus one to uh, his confidence bonus for a single attack while saving throw or skill check. Great. Um. If if um. Um, she looks like she's about to fall over. He yeah. would, like, grab her hand. Yeah, it's it's not, uh, doesn't look like she's gonna bail, but she just makes it look awkward, kind of, and... Alright. Okay. Uh, and as you get up there, Grigory says, Oh, they're here. Gonna thwart the will of the people, Arya. And what do you want to do? Uh, he's just gonna, like, look at the crowd. And, yeah, he's waiting for this exact moment, where they all just silent. People of Silver Falls. We, the barons, have brought you here for you to prosper. We have brought you safety. Walls that surround you. Are, is, are the Stolen Lands a harsh place? with cruel, cruel people that try to invade here on the regular, and he'll stare right at Grigory right there. Yes, there is. We can't protect you from all of those. However, we can correct falsehoods. We have not gone and become richer ourselves. Everything we go to do, we come back to make you great. We come to build you up. We come, we build, where, what the fuck are their names? I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. Hmm. Sorry, sorry. Kerbyl would know this. Loy and Latricia. Oh, yeah. Of the Blue Lantern. Have we, do we not help set up a tavern where all of our people get to go after a hard day's work and relax? Have we not recently built a general store that the people wanted. Am I right, Finn? They wanted a store, correct? Correct. Right? Have we not put walls around? Have we not brought home proof of the dangers we have read? We have destroyed Hell of the North Wind? Mm -hmm. A vicious warg to the whatever direction it is. He actually knows, but... Uh, it was the east. The east. We brought home trolls that have were hampering our allies to the northwest. And we continue to push them out. We have made allies of the kobolds who most people would not give the light of day. And they have caused us to prosper. There is silver coins in your pockets because we have a mine we, the people, care about you, not this, this filth. Look what he wears. I wear armor to protect you. What gaudy attribute do you see on me where this man, clothed in finery and jewelry, is disgusting, and he does not care about you? All right, that's, so that's, that's so it sounds like you want to convince the crowd. 
Yeah, I do. I don't care about him. He's uh, not important to me. It's a it's a great opening salvo, and let me uh, let me uh, pull back the curtain a little bit on how the mechanics are going to go. Because if you thought this was a, we're going to roll one diplomacy check and be good to go, um, you would be oh, I'm, mistaken. I'm a, I'm a lawyer. That was my opening argument. Yep, it's perfect. We'll I'll show you how it'll fit right in. Um, so new mechanic system, which I'm going to reveal some of here it should oh, shit. i just spilled all my cards it's okay you can re reuse uh, any of them that have more cards. yeah that you uh, need the things we've done we've rescued we've personally gone to rescue lost children we've because because you know, yep because gregory's got some thoughts as well oh my yeah. goodness how we've much rescued lost children we've personally interceded on the needs of our folk when they come to us we've never just that's right. The army out. And the journey here, we healed a bunch of people from the measles. Yeah. Not a lot of just the facts. Okay. And it's. My home was used as a infirmary. Guys, it's fine. I don't need to confuse or slippery slope anyone. There'll be no bluffing. So. Okay. So do you want me to roll? Well, hold on. Let me let me tell you how this all works. So welcome to your first rhetoric battle. Oh, and Tom, I sent you a message just that I hope you saw it on the yep. side. This stuff did. he's doing that I didn't want to interrupt it. Yeah, no, that's great. And so um, when you are able to, um, uh, when your lieutenant goes and takes a look, he's able to find out that Gregory's been staying at the the tent rooms behind the Green Lantern, so or Blue Lantern. Um, so technically the same place that Kundal the werewolf is staying. Right. The nicest place in town, which is still just a tent. And I'm gonna do my best to explain this, which I've never explained before. Okay, so that makes sense. It's a yeah, it's a whole, it's kind of a whole system. So, and um, it will be more than like you you guys should um kind of do it together. Like uh, especially all the people around can contribute. Like um, I definitely would imagine Karubiel taking a lead on a bunch of it, but. Um, other barons stepping up and like you know feeding him names if he's forgot or uh, adding additional points or just looking intimidating at the right moments. So um, it's a uh, like you choose what your what your strategy is going to be as a group. And in the narrative, uh, you know it'll the it, the response will be kind of shared, but it would make sense that Kirbyl would be um, pretty prominent in it. So yeah, uh, okay. there are three volleys and you can we can use what you've already said as volley number one and so you will pick um, your three options um one per volley and i will then also pick options and we'll do that secretly from each other um and so you can see what the options are there's six of them they're all attached to skills but um they also some of them will auto defend from another. So for example, if you choose um, just the facts and I had chosen character attack, then um, I don't actually get to roll because just the facts automatically defends against mm. character attack. So I just miss a roll on that turn. Gotcha. Um, the other thing that you need to know is, so, is there's uh, kind of like an HP system, which is the loyalty. And so it's uh, it was your 
um, it's your loyalty without the unrest that he gave, which is 13 times 10. Mm. That's what your starting mm. loyalty is. That's how many kind of like hit points you have overall before the crowd turns on you and you lose like the faith of your people, essentially. Grigory also has points. His are based on his oratory skill times um, 10. So, and it happens to have worked out that it's 130 for both of you. So you're actually starting with the same amount of cr crowd loyalty, and then we'll see what happens. Um, the way that the numbers are minus off the loyalty is the result of your skill check. So if you'd rolled that just the facts, um, it's a diplomacy skill. Uh, so you roll whatever, you get a 15 plus three, 18. That would be my 18 would be minus from that loyalty number. If that makes Even sense. So we lose it? Is it the first one to zero loses? Is That's that right. The first one to zero lo um, loses the faith of the crowd and the people of Silver Falls and Argentum. So now is this a thing over days? Because it says choose three per day. That's right. So you'll only have, um, it's it's going to be an exhausting process. Like it, uh, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a battle. So um, you'll only get to pick three options in a day, which is the three volleys that will um, uh, resolve. And then the crowd will be tired after that. Like everyone's just going to go home and recharge and get ready do. for the next day. Okay. Uh, David, you had a question as well? And so how does the HP subtraction work if we just auto-counter with like, choosing the right thing? Then... then it, um, the other person, the person that you counter doesn't get to roll. So you just don't lose anything off your loyalty that round, that volley. Uh, Sorry, I missed that. I was grabbing something and my headphones fell out. Your headphones. <laughs> Everyone loves the headphones. So Sorry, what was the if, if, um, if we go back to that example where you chosen just the facts, I had chosen character attack, you had auto defended. Normally I'd roll that my intimidate skill and, uh, and minus that off your loyalty, but because you auto defended, I don't roll anything. You just don't lose okay. any loyalty that volley. Okay. And, and I think that's the basics of it. Sure. So you need to leave so we can plan? Uh, yes. Um, and I should go into the FAQ before someone asks, is there any aiding another? Um, no. There's no, like, roll a 10 to add plus 2. Um, it's just, like, all... Yeah, it's all. Do so I get the guidance for the furry first roll? Sure, we'll give you. Right. We'll let you get it guidance that's once, fun. but that's the only time it'll work. All right, that's fair. And uh, okay, so I guess I should go to a different channel, yeah, or I should just take off my headphones, yeah. and then Cheryl can tell me when you guys are ready. Uh, and so, but what you basically need to do is pick what your three um, volley options are, and you can't change them once you've picked them. That's kind of the okay. yeah. Yeah. Can I talk to you in TM chat for a sec? Absolutely. I will right. meet you there um, now. Hello. Hey, so did uh, was he able to find any of his guys? Um, yeah, he was able to find... it. Uh, yeah, it took him a couple minutes, but he was able to find one of his guys and then um, sent them to grab the other two which took a couple more minutes and probably like 10 or 20 minutes later, you have all of them um, said that you wanted to send them to go like, look at his room. See if they can find anything about him. Yeah. 
Like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? Right. Um, I have that down here. So they, yeah, they take a good look and, um, uh, do you want them to like absolutely turn everything over or be pretty subtle about it? Subtle for now. Okay. Yeah. They take a look, um, subtly. And once again, Loy Latricia will just give you the key if they, um, if, if you ask. Mm -hmm. and uh, you don't find anything. Like, it looks extremely tidy, maybe even planned. Mm -hmm. okay. All right, well, he's going to tell them to... Hmm. That they need to be... Because the militia is currently not drilling right now. No, they're kind of all about and in the crowd. Like, yeah, yeah, they couldn't call together right now if they tried. Yeah. So he says when this um, blows over tomorrow, because or today, when today ends, uh, he's gonna get uh, Nettie Byrne and Malcolm. Yep. To uh, call the militia in the morning. Yep. Like before the next round starts, basically, like. He's, he figures not going to be arguing in the square all day, so he can't get them today. But he'll be yep. trying to get them to call the Lamish tomorrow, have them off doing something. He'll keep Halimar with him. Okay. When he does, when he goes to the proceeding. But for now, he's going to get three of them to come with him while he goes back to see what's going on in town. Perfect. Okay. For today. That sounds good. And then he wants uh, this. What's this? Is the Spymaster there right now? Or is he elsewhere? Uh, Lornarv is, yeah, Lornarv is around. He's, he's not, uh, he's kind of in the shadows, but because, like, you walked in with him, Glanrim yeah. can find him. He's not okay. hiding from Glanrim. Right, so he basically gets, uh, Lornarv to say, like, get someone to check this place better than we can. Hmm. Lornarv will see to it personally. Yeah. Someone that can look in ways that we won't look and not make it look like someone looked. <laughs> And then as he leaves, he's like, um, to the owners of the bar, he's like, have some, uh, he like pulls out a couple of coffees, like, have some fresh flowers, uh, some food and drink left in the room, in case he wonders why someone was in there. Mm, okay. And, uh, loyal nod and say, absolutely, whatever we can do to help. As a loyal sure. citizen of Silver Falls and Argentum. And your loyalty will be removed. And he heads off to the crowds. Okay. Alright, I gotta go to general. Alright, I am back. And okay, who's written it down? I've written it down. So, so it can't change. I've written it in pen. I'll take a picture if you want. Perfect. And uh... <laughs> We're not gonna all lie to Thomas. <laughs> I've written it down too, so... Yeah. <laughs> also, we don't even need to take a picture. If you really want, you can always go back. And listen, you're recording. Uh, but I'm only recording. I'm recording off what I my computer hears. Uh, yeah. Oh, it wouldn't have heard that little conversation. No, sorry. All right. Oh. So you have. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got it written down. It heard mine, Steve's conversation. If that's any consolation. Um, oh, good. So. Uh, Tom, are there any kobolds in the crowd? Uh, there. It looks like. Um. No, there aren't. Yeah, that's right. See, they do love us. 
the um, and I'll let you know that for my first one, I actually just rolled a d6 to pick what it was, because um, yeah, it, just in case you picked just the facts based on the speech that already happened, uh, I I rolled my answer so that I didn't metagame with that. Well, that 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 slightly is metagaming. I mean, what? No, well, I we thought you were, we yeah. thought you were going to go based off of what we just said. Oh. I mean, who knows? It's random anyways. Yeah, it's random. It All might right. still work out. All right, great. But okay. I, I didn't... Uh, okay. So, um, uh, maybe I will... I will. Let's see how I want to do this. So, um, let's do the kind of narrative part first. And I was going to say, like, your narrative doesn't have to be exactly the option that you're choosing. Like, you don't have to exactly figure out a perfect character attack or a slippery slope. Like, you can just add oh, information, can. and we can just no kind of respond worry. to each other. But it's just no a... Okay. Mine will be accurate. You should have to be accurate, too. Uh, whatever you want. You lies and, about me. And, and so what we can do is um, we'll, we'll do the narrative part first, and you've already done... You've already presented your narrative part, then I'll present my narrative part, and then um, we will reveal mechanically what we picked. How's that sound? All right. Do I type it in here? Oh. Uh, We'll let Gregory go first. All right, we'll go. All right. Um, so Karubiel finishes his speech, and a bunch of the crowd is kind of like nodding along with you after after you say that. And then Gregory says, Hmm, may, that may be the case, but have any of you wondered about the mysterious circumstances that led to council member Chen Li's disappearance? I know I have. It seems like just because she maybe disagrees with the others, maybe just brings up a different point of view and then dead? Death? Is that how council members that bring independent thought and critical expression are dealt with? Now, now, now. I'm sure they didn't kill her themselves. But who did they pay to do it, to get that inconvenient voice out of the way? Whew. They'll kill anyone that disagrees with them, even if it's their own allies. How does that sit? And then we can reveal, if you want. Sure. What? what I don't know where we reveal. Do you want me to type it? Um, if that works... Uh... On the page below. Under yeah, if well, let's see if we if we can get roll twenty where I just typed I'm it in white, it. which wasn't helpful at all. There we go. There you go. I typed it into the chat. Uh, okay. On, on roll twenty, we did just the facts. Um, perfect. And I did confuse the point. So, uh, just the facts defense character attack. So no, and then confuse the point auto defense counterpoint. So neither of us countered each other. So we just roll, each of us rolls our skill and uh, subtracts. So, subtracts it from our own or from yours? From mine, yeah. So so what I roll gets subtracted from yours and what you roll. Exactly, we yeah. see it's... your roll at least in this? Yeah, because you you see, um, unlike regular combat, you're going to see the total. Right, um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so down. this is plus one. So my just the facts is diplomacy. Right, so yeah, you can roll your diplomacy. So this is actually 22. 
because of Cheryl's bonus. Okay. One time. So, uh, Gregory was at. That's right. Gregory is, was at one thirty. Please play with me. Roll twenty, and now he goes down to one eleven. Twelve? No, twenty-two. Wait, what? Wait, twenty-two. One hundred eight. One hundred eight. There we go. There we go. There we go. There. The one who's probably got the least amount of sleep. That one. Okay, and Gregory's total was nineteen. So you are down not so far opening salvo advantage barons uh so what 19 11 1 11. Oof. after both your arguments crowd uh seems to be pretty evenly split but looking a little more favorably to the barons and arvin and geth both look a little disappointed um all right and we, then we uh, you with old crack jaw that dick <laughs> Yeah, he really, um, it's actually a little surprising. Like, this is, seems like a bit of a turn for him. You have yeah. to admit you're, you're surprised. Um, all right, uh, next part is we'll do our narratives, and then we can reveal again. What did you pick for number for volley two? Or, I sorry, what, not what you picked, narrative. but, yeah, narrative. You Thank you. do the narrative. Yeah. I'm going to do the narrative of what we do. Okay, perfect. Um, Um, Gregor, who is, has he, have we actually heard the name? This stranger comes in to our town. We know his name, the poor, our spymaster told us. Some yeah. Gregory, Gregory, whatever his name is, and he doesn't know all the things. Where, well, do we not treat you kindly, Gith? Do we not treat every one of our citizens, Arvin? Wouldn't you be not able to just fish in that nice splitter if that turtle was still there, snapping at your face? We defend you. Uh, where's Fermina? Fermina, your dogs were going missing. Um, and I just list off all the times that we've helped. Oh, where's Tig? Tig's family? Did we not go into the heart of lizard folk people who and bring back not only Tig, but allies who have helped make our food, our all you people prosper, because our bellies are all fuller for it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Um, and oh, this was the part, by the way, uh, that I had suggested. If it's easier for you guys to coordinate your conversation, you might want to do your video cameras on um, for this part. Uh, just because it's like maybe a little bit harder to do online, but up to you to figure out when you're. Uh, I guess no, when we get to the next day, because you've already figured out the first volley. Okay. So, so in response, Gregory gives a bit of a snicker and he says, "There is a famed explorer, world famous explorer and map maker in town, offering yeah. his services. It just falls into the laps of the barons and." What do your oh-so-wise leaders do? How about they insult him, send him on his way? Maybe less children would get lost out there if you just knew what was in the wilderness around you. Right, what, did, what did he choose? He chose a slippery slope this time. Yes, motherfucker! Because you know what we did? 
We changed the subject. Yeah, we did. Oh, shit. Yeah, we actually did. So take this in the face, dick. Very nice. So I don't get to roll this time. This is just a straight Baron's roll. Yeah, lose 20. Boom. 20 Punch off the poor Gregory's words. loyalty. Oh, the Punch crowd... The crowd and uh, and maybe it's because Tig's parents are in there and a couple of people of them look at them and see their faces and realize yeah that one didn't quite hit home. The Barons did at least map maker or not. The Barons at least saved the friggin' boy. Oh, and that map maker would have cost you your forge to dare whatever the forge is. That's how much he was charging. I think you're down to I think uh, Gregory's down to eighty nine. Does that seem right? <laughs> Minus twenty. Uh. No, 88. No, 88. But it says 108. Make that shit go down. Yeah. Yeah. Grigory gets a little booing after that. And uh, it's been uh, it's been an hour or two at this point. Crowd looks like it's getting tired, but uh, they're still ready to hear one more big set of arguments. What are you going right. to say? Then, then to well, him and, bringing up the, and, the gnome. I, um, well, that... Gnome to bring up this was lost his wagon to poor management into the into the stream. We helped him, and yet he had the audacity to insult us and then tried to charge your people's tax dollars, which an arm and a leg. And we said no. We can explore for them. We'll keep our people safe. Okay. And in response, Grigory gives you... Oh. And if they only thought of, of you, their citizens, as being one step better than their pets instead of one step worse. In fact, what happens here in this place with these backwards leaders somebody's pet dies they make it a grand quest and spend thousands of gold to bring it back to life more than all of you made put together does that happen for you people your children your wives what place is it here what leaders are these that live in a place where the pets are treated better than the citizens And then we get to reveal. If we were in person, we could do a really dr dramatic, like, flip over the card. Flip over the card. Counterpoint. Uh, just the facts. Yes. Really? really? Yeah, that counters you again. And it Krugel will pipe does. in that. That cat that has laid down its life to end up. I might add. Oof. What a roll. Or, no, that's the last roll. What a, a double yeah. counter in the first day. Grigory is having the time of it. Crowd is uh, not feeling quite the energy they had when, when you were here before. Um, and so the other thing I was going to say is any of your party is able to roll the roll. You guys pick, like, whoever has the highest bonus, essentially. And any any one of you can roll it. I mean... Always Krubiel, I think. Grail, what's yeah. your yeah. bonus? Yeah. Diplomacy is plus 6. Intimidate is plus 9. So you're better on bonus. Yeah, it's 13 and 12. Yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, well. Uh, oh, well. 14. Still 14. I mean, that's 14 that Gregory didn't get. Yeah, that was yeah. that was an extra 34 points. He didn't... Yeah, dick. 
Yeah. Grigory's letting it go down. Come on, Grigory, pull it together. He had two days, uh, he had a three-day head start, and he's just not making it happen. Good work no by good. Uh, the he's party. He's no good if he doesn't have anyone to go against. This last point is just, you know, there are walls around here to keep you safe. Stop wasting your time with this fool. And then he goes down off the stage. And the crowd starts to disperse for the day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a four, a one, a one. <laughs> well done, both of you. It was good cool. dialogue. Yeah, it was great. It was exciting. Cool. I was wondering when the Sorath thing would come back and bite us. In the <laughs> and but it didn't. Well, it could have gone very. It could have gone poorly. I knew that was going to be used against us in the future. I just know it's going to be used so soon. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit this part. Um, like it's you know the structure of it's there, but I have to fill it in myself. But it's been a lot of fun because like you've done lots of great things, but there's two sides to every story. Um, no, totally. And uh, yeah, I can definitely apparently with enough time spin anything you've done to sound kind of crappy. Yeah, well, apparently not crappy enough. Not crappy enough. Up, what are we up? Forty some odd points. Yeah. Thank goodness we've never taken anything from the treasury for our our uh, own possessions. I know. Just Surprise! Be <laughs> Surprise! We actually did once. But know. only Jen Sophie knows about it because the money got put back. Alone. Uh, yeah, Kerbiel took money just in case he didn't have enough for Sorath. Mm. Yeah, it's one of but those it got put back, so... Sketchy, interest-free loans. That the government yeah. takes <laughs> sometimes. That's right. It got put back. Sure. Did, has anyone on the stage... Like, hey, it did, though. <laughs> Do you know what Kerbiel's current gold amount is? Actually, he's made some again. He has 137 gold pieces, or worth of money somewhere. Yeah. Where did we get that from? When did we get money last time, guys? So given how close we are to 10.30, probably we'll do day two next time we play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is what you are expected on doing tonight, but welcome to a uh, new rhetoric battle for the faith of your people hanging on the line. Uh, did any of the people yeah, on yeah. stage get dislike? Like, do we sway any of them? Yeah, um, it's interesting. Um, uh, roll a sense motive. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And any of you can do that, because you're all around there. It'd be interesting to all of you. Ooh, see, now I'm good again. 21. Tell me. Tell me your sexy stories. Stick to wrestling. Yeah, you're, you're really good at that. This is where I've been putting my point. Yeah. I'm the conversationalist. So-so. And I need to know if I'm this... being... <laughs> we vote to cut this guy in half. I'm all over it. But... That's right. <laughs> Just Just go down with words. Damn it. So... Finally. <laughs> Out of those, really, um, I would say that for Glanorm and Drail, 
they kind of seem normal. You don't pick up anything interesting from the people that are on the stage. But some um, Krubio, as you're watching their expressions, like they don't seem to really like everything you say doesn't really seem to register with them. Like they're not really emotionally responding to anything coming out of your mouth. But when Grigory speaks, like they get very animated. Their body language like increases. They're nodding. They'll pump their fist a couple times. Like they're very, very supportive of him almost no matter what he says. And you're not really having a lot of effect on them. You can see other people in the crowd definitely getting um, engaged by both of you, but yeah. the people on the stage. No. Um, does this uh, make me feel like how uh, Ferrum was toward Meliance when we met them? Tough to say. With the twenty-one. Yeah, tough to say. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's too bad that Grail didn't notice that. Well, that's fine because Kirbyl will say it at dinner tonight. That's true. It's the next day, so we can. I mean, he's noticing that that, and he's like. Gith loves us, guys. She treats our animals so well, and we gave her a job. Something's not right there. I get the other ones. Korax is upset that we're not held, that we chose the Fae as allies. Arvin's upset because we chose that ring. I remember, I think we figured last time that, like, you can't detect magic on somebody who's been charmed yeah it's like you could you could he could spellcraft it if he sees him casting it or yeah. something like that but but if they're already charmed yeah you're not gonna pick it up yeah, yeah. But is there a way to figure out this... uh well tonight yeah we definitely find out where he sleeps we asked Lornarf to look into that. Well, Gladrum can tell you. Oh. Yeah. Tell Loy and Latricia that this guy's trying to cost you your summer home. They you know, uh, they already gave Gl uh, Gladrum the key to look in his room. Oh, all right. I sent the... Oh, yeah, so Gladrum will tell that he... Uh... He, when he was gone, he got his militia leaders together, um, and they searched the room cursory, didn't find anything. He sent the spy master to do, get his people to do a more thorough job, because it seemed just too clean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Left some, had the inn owners leave some flowers and foods in case he's like, someone's been in my room. So like, yes, we're just you had, you had turn, what's it called? Turn down service or whatever it is? Yeah, exactly. That's right. And then, uh, he's getting the militia to drill tomorrow so that they're not, so that, because he was noticing some of his militia members were in the crowd. Hmm. So he's not going to have them show up in a presence, but he's going to have them drilling yeah. tomorrow to like keep them out of the crowd because he doesn't want people he's been. Oh, yeah, just right. just to remove that element in case some shit goes. Hmm. He doesn't want to be like, oh, look, and here's the military. By the way, this is what we're doing to protect the people. So yeah. good, good news and bad news about uh, drilling the militia the next morning. Um, just to give you a look ahead. Um, they don't show up. Like some do, but uh, probably a third 
or quarter of the full militia shows up to drill. Oh, uh, oh. Can I aid another? No, ten or higher for plus two. That's serious. Hmm. The rest think that, you know, they're not sure mm. that Gregory's right, but, like, he's not wrong. Mm. Yeah. You did choose right. to raise an animal from the dead, and some of your citizens just die. He's... What, 56 points away for closer to being wrong? He's 56 points close to being wrong, exactly. Is that the difference right now? I think so. That's right. Yeah, he took a lot of damage that 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 fight. Yeah, I uh, I play tested these mechanics, and it did not go this way when I play tested it. That's right. Didn't swing and miss twice because of your uh, your deep diplomatic strategy. <laughs> this is not Kirby's first time dealing with assholes. So he was raised around. Okay, come on now. Yeah. So that takes one to knows one bit. <laughs> hey, we love him, but let's be honest. You're like, we're glad he's on our side right now. Exactly. <laughs> now you know the damage you could do if you just send him to a stage in somebody oh, else's God. kingdom and yeah. get him to work the crowd for a couple days. You see what happens. Mm -hmm. Your guys' kingdom doubles in size. What? Yeah. You know, a lot of new people moving in. Yeah, right. Well, because Thomas is a dick, I guess it's a good plan that my July uh, um, building is the one that lowers unrest. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's also fun about this situation is, like, you really do have a lot of options. There's, like more than four or five different options for how this event can resolve. And they all have different because, consequences. Right. Both mechanical and story ones. It's a yeah. complex setup then. That's... Yeah.